Welcome to the Last Boy Scouts Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Danny. And I'm Tyler. Welcome to the show. How are you? Dude, July was a roller coaster. It was a month for you. Dude, I calculated I was at home eight days. Eight days. Eight days is all I spent at home. Wow. It was so, a month for you. Oh, I had such an amazing month. <laughs> yeah. A uh, bit of a roller coaster emotionally, personally, personal things going sure. on. But, um, you know, had a great time in Kauai. <sighs> Hit Kauai with the kids for the last eight days. That's cool. Um, man, do I have a story from Kauai. Let's hear. I went to, a- we, so I booked ARBNB, booked this trip very last minute. So I booked ARBNB, I booked with Hertz. Um, and of course, we've got six hours of travel. Well, it was closer to 12 hours of travel because... Uh, cheapo dad here purchased, uh, you know, last minute tickets with a, with stupid, a layover? stupid layover in Honolulu. Oh. And I got some not great advice that like, Hey, Honolulu airport's kind of out there. Don't, don't try to get out of the airport and go see something. We had five hours, five hours in the Honolulu airport, in the airport, which it's not a pretty airport. It's not a pretty airport. And like the best thing you could eat was Burger King. Oh, no. (laughs) So we got some really bad advice. Um, If you ever have a five-hour layover in Honolulu, get out and see Honolulu. Like you were, we were like, you know, 40 minutes away from uh, Pearl Harbor and like all that. So we could have, we could have snuck out and seen some, some, some of the sites. And I kick myself for not being a better leader, but you know, you live and you learn. Yeah, you live and you learn. Yeah, so we 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 endure this epic, uh, epic layover. My kids did amazing. Um, we get to the the Hertz rental car in uh, in Kauai, and I can't find my American Express. <laughs> and I prepaid the the Hertz rental. I'm like, I got us a Jeep. We're gonna do some off road. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna put the Jeep through the paces and. Uh, you, you know, the lady at the counter, it's nine o'clock. I've had this, I held it together. Sure. I held it together. Um, you've done your best. I did my best. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> and she was, she was very nice. She's like, could you even have the number? So I like, I call American express. They won't give me the number over the, the phone. You know, they're just being safe. Right. Didn't have it. Thought I had a picture of it somewhere. Ended up having to cancel the booking. Uh, she rebooked me a car, but she gave me a serious upgrade. So props to Hertz for, yeah. for making it right. Um, you know, the car we had was perfect, fit us great. Um, it was cheaper. So we saved a little bit of money on the, the rental car, um, which is good. Cause, uh, we no Jeep, a, no Jeep. It was a four wheel drive. We didn't end up doing some of the, the Jeep trails we thought we would, we would do. Sure. Um, which is okay. I mean, we're new to the Island, new to Hawaii. We were happy to just be there. We, we drove from the airport um, I think it's Lahui. I don't know if I pronounce all the Hawaiian <laughs> names wrong. I'm butchering the Hawaiian language. Um, it's about 40 minute drive to our Airbnb. I book an Airbnb show up. Um, apparently there's this new thing with Airbnb where you take your condo or better yet, you find somebody who has a condo or timeshare. You buy that from them and then you relist it on Airbnb. And we showed up to, um, this resort and they had no idea who we were at 11 o'clock at night. Oh no. Did not want to provide us a room. Oh no. So I call Airbnb, can't get a hold of the person who booked it. Cause there's like a, like a, like a guest uh, liaison person, yeah. right? like a check-in person. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's technically, it's a timeshare, right? So, yeah. um, I ended up having to book a very, very expensive night at the, um, the Westin hotel. It was a beautiful hotel. I wanted to potentially change uh, to that resort, <laughs> but it was, it was ridiculous. And then of course, 
Um, the kids are at this point exhausted. They're slapping. I think we all cried in the car. And they're like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not the vacation I wanted. Yeah. 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 Let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we made the best of it. Once we got all the things worked out with Airbnb, Airbnb, Airbnb took care of us. They refunded some of the money and, sure. um, you know, we had a great time. Never been to Hawaii. Seemed like it. Never been to Hawaii. You were on Kauai the whole time. Kauai the whole time. It's the Garden Island. And, and it's like where Jurassic Park was yeah, filmed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you are into hiking, if you're into surfing, if you're into snorkeling, like the, the island has it all. It has it all. My only complaint was, was it was crowded. Lots of people. Lots of people. And yeah. it could be like if you know how to, to time it, you probably do a lot better. But, sure. You know, I'll stick to Mexico. Well, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I tell people all the time, like, listen, I know Hawaii... Misty wants to go to Hawaii. I know that it's something that I should do for her, but I'm always like, why? Right. Like, I go to Mexico, and I, I, they want me there. They enjoy my company. Yeah. I make friends with the people. Yeah. I make friends. We're like Facebook followers, Instagram <laughs> followers, right? They check on me. I check on them. When I go down there, I've been down to, to the same resort now for almost five years, and Everybody knows me. Everybody is like, oh, Danny, oh, <laughs> MMA, MMA, yeah. MMA, you yeah. know, because of my ears and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. And um, it, it's such a great time. Why would I go to something where, in, in, uh, where I'm like that, where I'm yeah. like, well, there's so many people here. Plus, yeah. you know, I've heard the Hawaiians don't really want me there. And no. I'm like, well, I, I don't want, I, I want you to want me there. Yeah. Like, I'm a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah. I think like it would be, I think like. You and I have the jujitsu background, so we could go to a jujitsu academy. I found one down there. Yeah, and made some friends. I didn't. I, I I just went into the juice shop and they, I asked them about it, and I didn't bring a gi or anything. Okay, I need to be better. I need to be more disciplined at sure. training in other gyms. Um, it was across the island, but we talked jujitsu for like half an hour. She oh, made us really? smoothies. I got my blue belt. Okay, it was the blue belt smoothie. But <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, told them I was testing, and uh, oh, cool. They were like totally excited and said we should, you know, I should, I should have come trained, and yeah, um, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, right. And Hawaii has some uh, some really good jujitsu people. Yeah, some really. good. I was telling the story today. Uh, BJ Penn says um, one of the greatest um, jujitsu moves or things that he's learned in jujitsu, and a lot of it is to how to like not get into a fight. Mm-hmm. And he said, one of the greatest um, martial arts skills I've learned is just putting, he puts his hand out and the guy puts his hand out yeah. and they shake hands. Shake and he's hands. like, that's, that's what it. it is. That's it. That would do. That's the same thing that my guy Zach was doing, um, who connected. We connected on Instagram. You did. So stoked. Yeah. Um, you know, I told him we got him, gave him a little shout out in the last Good. episode. So hopefully he's still Sick. still listening. And and that was it. Like you catch more flies with, with honey than you Always. do. Um you, you do salt or vinegar or sure, whatever yeah. their viscous fluid you're using <laughs> to catch flies these days. Yeah. So uh, it's been a month, man. We had a great response to every episode. For sure. Yeah. Um, major we, changes. Yeah. So much, so much has been going on, right? Like tonight, just in tonight, we went to training. Tyler and I hadn't seen each other for nine days. And, and, yeah. and I was like, I was... I wanted to text him because I had a bunch of stuff going on, but I knew he was with his kids. And that's part of one of those things where you're like, you have all these like feelings, but you have this like person that you talk to and person that you share your, some of the things with. And, and as a man, like sometimes you, you, you always need, like once you start venting, it's like, um, sometimes you're like, man, am I holding too much in? Cause there was a lot going on in my life. 
And I knew you were with your kids. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm going to reach out to him. I need to talk to him. And then I'm like, oh, but he's with his kids. I don't want to like bother him, you know? So when we seen each other tonight, we gave each other a big hug. Yeah. And we were like, man, there's so much we yeah. have to talk about. Right. And so training tonight was really, really fun. Oh, we had a lot of new people for mm -hmm. the class. So I had to like really, really make it so basic mm -hmm. and try to keep everybody else engaged yeah. in the class. Right. And some classes are just very basic. Yep. So where you're like, okay, I know tonight there's just so many new faces. I'm not a pro, pro, pro proficient adult instructor. I, I think I do a good job, but um, I haven't been teaching very many adult classes yeah. right now. And so I was like, I'm just going to keep it so basic and so simple. And um, to the point of like, we are solely self-defense, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I could hear like you guys like... Um, talking a little about a little more with more in detail. And I was like, that's the way it's supposed to go. Like yeah. I, I can't go too far in detail cause I'm the instructor. And so then we're standing there and I, all of a sudden I look over and I see Nick Jacks walk in and I'm like, man, it's going to be a rough night. Yeah. Two seconds later, how walks, walks in. in. Yeah. And it's like, Oh man. And I had planned. I was like, Hey, I need to be out of there by eight 30 because I knew we had a podcast. I knew that Misty was going to want to walk the dogs. Yeah. We, uh, Tripp and I had an eight and right. And I'm like, man, as soon as he walked in, I was like, well, there goes that plan. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm staying here through 20 rounds. Yeah. And it was buzzing. Yeah. It, it was, was buzzing. It was good. The energy was really good. Good, good 20 rounds. I mean, obviously I felt like vac in vacation mode sure. still moved a little slower. Um, you, you had know, some battles. Yeah, had to get, I have to get back on my diet. I think I think I put on a little a little kawaii weight. Sure, a little I'm a little little Kahlua piglet at this point. So yeah. it's good. I'll be back in the gym. You know, moving into August, kids get back into school, so sure. we get back into the routine. And like for me, it was super important that we record tonight and get this out. I'm going to try to get it out as close to our normal time on Friday. But for me, it's consistency, right? Everybody sure. wants perfect. Sure. And I definitely struggle with perfectionism, right? I think it's one of those toxic traits that we, um, we pick up, right? We have to do things perfect. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm trying to change my mindset into consistency Sure. because perfection is unattainable. It is. It's unattainable. And if the fact, the fact of the matter is if a taco shell can crack and still taste amazing, amazing, then, you know, the life can still be good without, without perfection. And life is fluid. Right. Life is fluid. It's not straight lines. There's always like these crooked lines that you're trying to navigate. Right. And, um, on the way home from the training, we got stuck in an hour of traffic, Yeah, it was which insane. never happens. No. But, um, Misty called and said, Hey, there was a really bad accident on 40, which is always terrifying to me. River road where 40 meets in mm -hmm. our little town is constantly was one of the craziest, scariest accidents happen. And it that, seemed like there was that stretch like of that. road is I've read one of the de most deadly stretches. I always get a little spooked on my motorcycle. Yeah. And if I have the time, I do prefer to ride out, out through Camus. It's just a little slower. You know, you're not battling semi trucks with, we get something like crazy number of semi trucks running through town. Yeah. So, and we have so much traffic. So here's the other part about like our little town. We have so many, um, so much more traffic now. Mm-hmm. Then when I first moved here, probably when you first moved here, there's, there's so much more traffic from, from move-ins and from people realizing what our little gold 
pile that we had here yeah. is now, right? And it's our infrastructure is just not built for traffic. Mm-mm. It's not built for the flowed the flowing of the traffic. It's not no. built for any kind of fluidity. It's it's just stop and go lights and it's just not it's not Ugh. it's not a good it's not fun to sit in traffic on main street no but you we have such an an amazing little town yep. that it's hard to give it up right yeah it is and even for the fact that love like what some of the things you've talked about like you have this you, you're you have this life here you know and 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 the first portion portion of your life was with was married and now you're building this life Mm-hmm. where you are down these other paths and down these other avenues that you're exploring in your in your new journey mm-hmm. where you're not married. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard for, oh, for that for, kind of a thing. For sure. There's days where I feel like um, I'm suffocating a little bit, sure. right? Um, it's hard to truly separate from somebody and feel separate. And, um, you know, that's part of the, I guess, this challenge in, in life that I have right now is to... Um, seek nectar, seek, seek my true self, seek authenticity, um, and do it in a way where I'm battling some of my shadows in, in an ecosystem where, uh, I am, I feel like an outsider, right? I built, I built my own friends. I have my own crew. Uh, I have my own side of town, but it's, it's still hard not to, to show up someplace and be like, Oh, you, you, you're you used to be with them or you're with them. And, um, you know, they, they have a, you know, my ex and her, her family has a large presence here. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And you, you know, you, these little struggles make you, make you stronger. Sure. Yeah. And that's, um, that, that's a big, that's, that's gotta be a lot of like pressure. It's heavy sometimes Mm -hmm. and hard to deal with, but when you find and you can address it, what you end up doing is talking about it, navigating it. Right. And then you realize, okay, I'm still moving. Yeah. It's when we stop moving that it becomes like where it's now our burden. Right. And now we're carrying this thing and now it's this heavy mass that we can't move. Right. But as long as we're moving, as long as we're staying fluid, then it's just like the traffic. Yep. It's going to get to the destination. Yep. You know, you may have some detours, you may have something you may have to go, down a back road and have a good time. Um, yeah, I don't, we, we, we live here and we always are like all these transplants, you know? (laughs) Yeah, we are the transplants. We're here, close the gates now. Yeah. Close Um, the gates. Yeah, no, I I think that's very interesting that you say that. Like it is very much, uh, I like to think of framing. So, um, you know, part of my seeking nectar and seeking an authentic life was to pick up hobbies that I, things I like to do before I was married. Right. right. As soon as you get into a relationship, uh, if you haven't, you know, dealt with some of your shadows or if you're still dealing with some of your shadows, you'll notice that you start to sacrifice yourself. Mm. Right. And so I've, I went back to photography. I started taking some photography lessons. That, yeah. Um, and specifically I'm, I'm shooting a camera through a specific lens and it, it, the challenge is how do I frame my pictures so that they, the composition is correct. Mm. So they, they're beautiful. Right. Sure. And so I have to change how I view certain things. And I, it, it's really interesting. It's this concept of framing. Sure. Right. And where else do we have this concept of framing? Yeah. In jujitsu. In jujitsu. On those mats. And if you, uh, if you don't set up your frames properly, you are in for a world of hurt, right? Sure. You can put yourself in a position where you are, 
um, you don't have good position or you're weak because somebody can get you on your back or they can, they, you know, they can attack you. You don't have a dominant position. So you right. have to rebuild those frames right. and it's just like life. It is. We have to reframe how our, we think yep. our thought process. We've got to reframe, you know, perhaps we have to reframe our uh, definitions of certain things. Sure. That's a lot of what I deal with. Uh, a lot of the men that I coach is how do we reframe? How do I challenge you to get out from behind your own eyeballs and see the problem from a different perspective, which is, which is huge when you are, when you're helping somebody or when you're talking with somebody, because a lot of times they're in the, and you know, I was talking to one of my friends today and I was telling him you're in this plastic bag, right? So you're inside this plastic bag and you feel like you're fighting. You feel like you're fighting in this plastic bag, but the plastic bag is like, is just making all these noises, making all these like, uh, it, it can give and it can take. And you're not, you're not seeing that the plastic bag is closing and what's happening. You're suffocating. Yeah. You're now, you're not only fighting these little, these things that are immovable, yeah. but, but you're also fighting the fact that you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can't see the fact that you can't function. And if you were just to like open the plastic bag let some fresh air in, let some right. new, some new thoughts, some new ideas come inside. Then you maybe be able to like get out of that plastic bag, hundred percent. you know, and it's a simple way to think about it. But most of the time when you're in a fight, when you're struggling, when you're, let's say you're like, even in jujitsu, like you're, you feel like you're suffocating and all you can think at that moment is, is I just need to breathe. Yeah. I need to breathe and I can't breathe in the sweat in my eyes and I can't, and I can't function. And if you're not careful, you'll tap to just that, just yeah. the pressure, just the pressure of like life and the pressure of a person putting their whole mm. chest on your <laughs> face, you know? Right? And it's no different from your problems, right? True. You know, if you, um, you know, I, I used to be one of those people and this will be a moment of vulnerability for me. Um, I used to be one of those people where I really believed that life was happening to me. Sure. Right. And it's taken me a, a good chunk of time. And I still find that it's a toxic pattern, a way of thinking where I have to reframe and realize that life is happening for me sure for you, and that I am making life happen. It's sure. not happening to me. Yeah. These, these problems aren't just happening. Why is this happening? You know, why is this happening to me? It's not happening to me. Mm-hmm. It's either a directly related to a choice or a decision that I've made or behavior that I've, that I've tolerated or, you know, um, you keep encouraging that kind yeah, of behavior. Yeah. 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 Or I'm the, it's my own behavior. Right. Sure. And so this is where consistency and practice makes sense. Right. Sure. Um, you know, it's okay to be a work in progress, for right? Sure. We've talked about this on other podcasts, right? The white belt for life. Yeah. Um, it's okay to be in a relationship where you may not feel you're hundred percent healed. Yeah. As long as you're willing to have the self-reflection to do the work. Right? And still ask for what you need. A hundred percent. Making sure that you're not like just giving a hundred percent of yourself because you're so vulnerable. You're so scared. You're so like nervous about this new found freedom, but like taking initiative of saying, okay, so this is still what I need. This is yes. still what Tyler, what Danny needs in this life. And I'm still going to put myself first. I'm going to put myself first because my number one job is to make sure that I'm healthy. That way my relationships are healthy and we can find 
some common ground in the fact that like you're going to take care of yourself. I'm going to take care of myself. And then we're going to meet in the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that goes with friendships. That goes with job. That goes with life. That goes with love. It goes with everything. You have to make sure that the person that you bring to the table is cognizant of themselves and able to ask questions. Yeah. Well, and and more importantly, you got to bring yourself to the table for sure with that same mentality, right? Like we really can't control other people's behaviors, right? I think that's, um, you know, I think Jordan Peterson talks about that kind of thought process when, you know, people break up or they go through a separation or divorce or they're looking for a new partner. They say, why, why can't I attract this, this partner? And he goes, well, that's a fairly narcissistic way of looking at it, right? How about, uh, why aren't you becoming the type of partner that would attract this type of person? For sure. Right. So what are you doing to look at yourself, mm-hmm. to address, to address the shadow, to address the darkness, to address the weakness, to make yourself better? Um, Oh man, it, I just finished reading the 12, um, his 12 principles. Right. And what is the, one of them is treat yourself like somebody that's worth caring for. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's a pretty poor paraphrase, but <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Treat yourself like you are somebody worth caring for. Yeah. It's, yeah. Make sure you make sure you're doing that work that, that inside you feel like I'm good enough for what you give me. Right. I'm, I'm actually like going to be requiring uh, how you treat me right. is how I treat myself. Right. Exactly. And I love myself. So you better love me as well. I 100% believe to my core, your, every one of your relationships is a direct reflection of your relationship with yourself. Agreed. 100%. Sure. And, and you, so you owe it to yourself to one, love yourself unconditionally and forgive yourself unconditionally, unconditionally yeah. right? Uh, and probably more so forgive yourself. You're always going to make mistakes. And, and the self-love is important. Sure. You can only love somebody as much as you love yourself. You can only care for somebody as much as you care for yourself. Agreed. I think that was one of um, the hardest lessons I had to learn in my separation and divorce, that, that I wasn't quite possibly in love with myself enough. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that's where we start seeing, you know, toxic attachment styles and, and things like that. And, and, and it's, um, it's out there. So, yeah. you know, you talk about the things you can control and the thing that you are most in control of is this, this <laughs> yeah, true. fleshy little, yeah. uh, and controlling your emotions, skin. controlling your, controlling all those aspects of your life come with practice, right? Practice, practice, practice makes perfect, but also correct practice. Yeah. Because life isn't, life is not easy. Right. It's simple. It's very simple. Professor was talking about this. Professor was talking about jujitsu being easy, but not simple. Right. It's easy if you like, if it's easy, if you follow these, these small directions, these small, these small, these small adjustments it's not simple because you see all these like bells and whistles and you mm-hmm. want to like add all those things. So you do half ass thing as yeah. work on certain techniques. But if you were just to make, go back to the very basics of it. And I believe that about life as well. Like just sometimes go back to your very basic ability of just hugging yourself, mm-hmm. taking the time to, to look inside to look at your 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 will, like we talked about last time, your vulnerabilities, your chest. What am I showing? Am I showing my emotions? And then 
looking and saying, okay, what can I simplify in my life? What can I take away from my life? Because the problems are going to be there. Yes. They're going to be there. They're going to, you're going to do, you're going to have struggles. You're going to have to make decisions of, am I being honest with myself in this instance? And if you can simplify your life, it will, it will help alleviate some of that burden and some of that pressure that you feel to be perfect. Of course. And as men, we're told, I mean, like, like we're told that we're supposed to like go to work, Mm -hmm. make the money, Mm -hmm. pay the bills, Mm -hmm. not have this idea of, I just need a day off. Yeah. But sometimes you do. Sometimes you just need a day off. Yeah. Well, tell me about it. I mean, I just took eight (laughs) of them. I took eight of them and I had a really interesting text exchange with a new friend um, about sitting, like not allow. I've I've never really allowed myself to just sit there. Mm. Right. We use the term man in quite a bit. Sure. And so to me, it was like the ultimate man in to sit in silence and, and we can do this in our meditation practice or in our breath work practice, but like to really not pressure myself to be anywhere, to do anything. Um, but to just really sit and really reconnect with myself mm-hmm. and, and, and listen to all of the different aspects, you know, yeah. wiggling my toes in the sand, yeah. feel the sun on my face. Yeah. Like, what am I feeling? What am I really what am what am what what's going on inside of here that that I can just completely reconnect with? How can I use this information to really interpret what my nervous system is so is trying to tell me? Because that that system is so complex. It is. We've only you know modern science has only really scratched the surface yeah. of of all of the different connections and the way the brain chemicals function within our head, right? And and how we are constantly. I mean teetering on, on, on changing different chemistry in our brain just by, you know, what we eat or what we drink or what we put in our bodies. This is going to be loud. It's going to be really loud, but I apologize. uh, That's right. Hang on guys. That's right. That's the sound (laughs) of happiness right there. (laughs) Post rolls, post roll. A little bit of pro stress. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut. No, no, you're, that's really cool insight from somebody to give to you to, um, I know it's hard to take time and look at yourself and be grateful for the things that you have. But it's really cool to have somebody give you insight to say, Hey man, take the time, yeah, take the time, enjoy yourself because what's going to happen. You're going to come back and that person's going to be like, Oh man, I can see the glow in your eyes. You know, Misty and I, we wake up. Um, I think I've talked about this before. We wake up and I make her coffee Hmm. and then I go and I breathe and then I go and I go and make, finish making her coffee make sure she has her coffee. I've done that for now almost five years where I make her coffee every morning. And there's some mornings that I, I'm, I'm, I'm not able to be there to make her coffee and she'll be like, it's not as good as when you make it. <laughs> and then I'll go and do my stretching while she kind of wakes up. And then we go sit outside and we'll sit in the sun for 30 minutes mm. and we'll just sit there. And sometimes, sometimes we'll talk, sometimes we won't. But for the most part, we sit there in the sun and we like reconnect with not, not with each other, but she sits there in the sun and, and I sit in the sun and I'm thinking, man, I just, I love the way it feels on my, on my face and it gets me ready for the day. But when you start to go and reconnect with yourself and you start to do some inside work, what happens is the people around you can tell that there's something different, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're doing things differently. And so then they start asking questions and they start 
they start inquiring what you're doing, what you're doing to be happy, you mm-hmm. know, because being happy is not easy for everybody. No, it's not easy because because the weight of the world makes you feel like you shouldn't be happy. But if you start your day and you tell yourself nothing, it's either a good day or it's a great day. Yes. Right. And right. and there's no bad days. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be struggles in your life. There is 100 percent. But no matter what, it's a good day. Right. And if it's a, and if you have like a lot of accomplishments, you have really fun things happen to you, then it's a great day. Right. And great days, you be you're so you're so grateful for them. No, yeah, absolutely. And and that's not to discount that life is that life is definitely inconsistent and can be stressful and unpredictable. But really, when we start, as we've talked about in our gratitude episode, as we've talked about in, in previous episodes, as we start to reframe and rebuild our old habits and step into the, the next version of ourselves, it becomes easier. Sure. It's that consistency. It is. Man, that, that's so good. Yeah, it's so that consistency. It is. It's so insightful. It, it really is. It really is consistency. It's like doing it. Yes, you're going to have struggles. Right. But if I'm consistently working on myself and consistently being happy and consistently telling myself, it's just a good day today. Right. <laughs> you know, you're right. going to be like, man, smile, wake up. Yeah. And you're going to have good people around you and you're going to have these, you're going to, you're, you're going to be able to see the beauty of what's around you. Yes. You know, let's say like, uh, six, seven months ago, Tyler would have went to Hawaii. You may not have seen the same beauty that he had. No. You know, you may have been in a bad place where you couldn't see hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and I, and I know I'm still a work in progress. I still am meeting resistance every day sure right but how i handle that i'm becoming i can feel myself becoming stronger i i can i can see and and i just know that i just have to keep you know like dory says in disney keep keep swimming keep keep, keep, keep moving yeah keep moving right just just plotting my course one foot in front of the other yeah sometimes i'm gonna have my head down just looking at my feet and sometimes i'm gonna have my head back and my shoulders up and and i'm noticing that you know, my posture is a little straighter more often than I'm, than I am looking at my feet, but either way I'm, I'm staying consistent. Right, man. That's so cool. That's a good insight. I'm glad your friend reached out to you and yeah. told you to go and enjoy that <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's important. It's important to have people around you that, that want the best for you. Right? right. Because there are those people out there that do not have the best intentions for you because of jealousies, because of struggles and, and maybe even just because of the fact that they're just like wishing they were on the ride that yeah. you were on. Sure. You know, like, absolutely. Like I go on, the, I, I'm not a big roller coaster ride, but sometimes I'll sit next to like Misty or Braxton and they're so they happy. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not having the same ride that you're having. <laughs> this experience is not the same. Have you ever, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to, um, to the, uh, to, um, the stratosphere. Oh yeah. And yeah. at the top of the stratosphere, There's they that. have two rides that mm-hmm. are to me. Why? Why they have the one where there's six people and they go to the edge and then they keep going, then they keep going, then they stop. And you're on the edge of this building in a ride that I'm thinking, why, (laughs) why Why would you do that? Then they have the swings that go out outside Over. over the city. Right. And so we went up there and they were like, you have to sit in the front. And I'm thinking, I don't even have to sit anything (laughs) on that i'm not a roller coaster person and they're like you have to why would you not and i'm like well i don't know why i would we get on there and i'm sitting next to my brother-in-law matt 
and we're sitting in the front because they convinced me to go to the front. And he is like, this is the greatest thing. And I'm like, this is not fun at all. I don't see the fun in it at all. And it was so interesting. We talked about how one person like loved it and me, I hated Just it. hated it. Hated everything about it. And, and I think that's like life sometimes. People look at you and go, you're having so much fun and I'm not. Yeah, and I don't want you to have fun. I don't. I want you to be in this turmoil that I'm in. No, it's and and you know I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm seeing that as a reflection of their own relationship with themselves. Sure. Right? They're unhappy. They're not chasing nectar. There's something pseudo about who they are. Um, I can trace many, if not all, of the lies I've ever told back to some sort of pseudo protection you know, yeah. way of protecting myself, way of pr- protecting my ego. Yeah. Right. And, and as I've, as I've honestly rebuilt myself, you know, over the past few years, like I see as I, as I attract from authenticity, like it's just such a, a happier place to be. Yeah. It's a much happier place to be. And I, it's interesting. I, so I do a lot of prospecting on Facebook. There's a lot of post Mormon ex Mormon groups on, on Facebook. Mm. And it's a great place to just kind of, you know, you just kind of troll the comments and, you know, I'm not trolling, but I'm, I'm reading the comments, trying to connect with other people who have, my mess is my message, right? So if they've, if, they, if I feel like they've experienced similar things, I'm reaching out to them, you know, trying to, to prospect into some coaching. And um, I had an exchange in, in one of the posts just recently where a couple really toxic people just got in and, and were like, why are, you know, why? You know, and this gentleman was just really just searching for consistency. And his complaint was, does the ex-Mormon community feel as toxic as the Mormon community? And in in certain ways, it does. When Mm. the ex-Mormon community, all they do is bash on it. Mm. And when I see that that's all they can do, that's their way of processing it, I get it. There's horrible things that have happened to you. I'm not trying to diminish anybody's pain, anybody's suffering, or anybody's trauma. But if, if, if all you can do is make fun of it and belittle it, you haven't moved on. You haven't, you're not, you're, you're not healthy. You're right. It's not, it's not a healthy relationship because so what you resist persists. Sure. And so, well, and we've talked about this before, like having, um, having a foundation, which a religion gives you mm-hmm. is not wrong. No, it's not wrong. So if you, so you may not agree with what the church taught you. But it gave you a foundation. Mm-hmm. And so you can start there. Right. You can start there and you can find solace knowing that mm-hmm. you have a foundation, right? Maybe, maybe your struggles, maybe what the church when people and and the and and all churches have these things, but maybe what they did and how you feel now is a little lost. But at the end of the day, what you have to remember is it's a foundation, right? A hundred percent. It's a foundation. That is amazing. Said we had seven hours. So YouTube, you're getting, uh, you're going to get screwed over. Um, download the podcast anyway. It's a better format of the content. Um, it's almost always better format of the content. Oh, it's it's back, and we've got six hours left. So <laughs> great, great. Yeah. YouTube. <laughs> so just so you know, man, like don't just like what Tyler was saying was like when you when you have these like toxic things that you cannot let go of you have not progressed Mm -mm. you're you're stuck in this you're stuck in that plastic bag 
yes, you it feels like you're making progress. It feels like you're doing something different, but you're in that pseudo self realm. Yeah. And you're living in uh, you might be below the bar of reality mm-hmm. and you may not be above it. So you may be below it, so you're still it's still your reality, but if you are struggling and you're fighting like that, you're fighting with somebody about how they feel yeah. and you're and you're telling them that they're wrong. Yeah. At that point, you got to look inside. Yeah, no, and, and 100%. And I, I read a book a long time ago by one of my mentors, um, John Kim. I used to be a miserable fuck. Um, and I was. I was. And I see those people that that is their way of coping. And, and, and you, you can, I can feel it. I, I can feel it because it resonates in an old, in an old similar fashion as to what I've previously resonated with. Right. And it's a vibration that I just no longer, yeah. I no longer am attracted to. Sure. Not attracted to it. I have no energy to engage, engage it. You know, if you're going to attack, uh, attack me on my post, I'm not even going to respond. Sure. I'm not even going to respond. Yeah. You shake your hand and yeah. be like, yeah. cool. I know a place we can go safely yeah. Yeah. that we can talk about this. If you really, really, <laughs> really, really want to have this conversation, come meet us. Yeah, let's have let's let's do this in a safe environment where we can both see each other's eyes. Right. And I mean, I remember like uh, there was a conversation that happened um, where I was given some information, and I told my friend that this person didn't want me to tell my tell my friend this information, and so we're texting back and forth after he found out that. Um, what had happened. And I remember like texting him and going, Hey dude, we don't have to do this in a text message. Matter of fact, well, let's then from now on, let's not do this in a text message because I'd rather you see my face and I see your face. So that way we know if there, if there's escalation that needs to happen, that needs know? to happen. And guess what? There's no response. And like, that's an easy response, man. Oh, like I'm good. It's so know? healthy. It's yeah. so healthy. I mean, I say that, but I think it, I think it really is right. Like there is a, you know, when you, when you live by a code on the mat, sure. the code has a way of working itself out. Agreed. Right. There is a pecking order. There is. There is a pecking order. There is a, you know, you may still think you're right, but at the end of the day, if you're getting choked out, you may not necessarily <laughs> be right. Right. Yeah, yeah, like intellectually, if the, you know, it's true. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and, and to round this out, um, because we just wanted to have this conversation. Yeah. We, we, this was one of those times where we hadn't really like set aside right. a, a topic. topic, but at the end of the day, what we want is for, for our friends and our family to remember, like, because we're working progresses, because we're still, we're still working on ourselves. Focus on the good. Yep. Focus on, focus on your happiness, focus on your bright lights. Mm-hmm. Focus on the people around you that are like encouraging you to see the good to to go there and be like, Hey man, go have some fun. Yeah. Go have some fun. And if they're like, and, and you'll know if they're being genuine, you'll know if they're being genuine. And, and in return, what's going to happen is we're going to come back and we're going to tell these great stories. And yes, I'm going to have FOMO. Yeah. I have, I'm, I am an, I, I have FOMO. I, if if it's fear of missing out, I am FOMO to the mother. Yeah. Right. But I, I want you to have a good time. I, I enjoy hearing the stories. I want people to have a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, this last week and a half, two weeks have been have been trying with some stuff. Sure. I'm I read a book, it's wild at heart. And yeah. I shared it with Tyler. I yep. shared it with every man in my life. Um, it's kind of like in ignited me to explore 
um, my relationship with God and how, how that's a, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before. Like I don't believe in a, in a, in a God, but I believe that there's a higher power. Mm -hmm. And this book is like really, really, I mean, it's like every chapter is like our podcast. Yeah. There's so many like little, little things that I got from it. And I shared it with all my friends and I've started to um, really explore like forgiveness, forgiving my dad, like really forgiving my dad. And that's been a little bit of a uh, um, heavy weight on me. And it's been fun. It's been, it's been interesting because I've been able to talk to Misty about it. And I've been able to talk to my boys about it. And um, the book has helped me a lot of finding that relationship with, with a higher power, believing that at the end of the day, like I'm going to get, be taken care of. Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe that I believe that a hundred percent, I believe that there's people out there that love me. And I think like, that's, that's enough for me. You know, sometimes when I'm having a bad day, that's enough. Like people love me. There right? you go. And I go to jujitsu, I go running. Um, so interesting. I have two interesting stories. Okay. Let's two. Go. Okay. So I'm running up at the top of, I shared this on Instagram. I'm running at the top of Armstrong on PCMR and I get to the top and as I'm coming down and run, I run into this lady and she's like bouncing and she's like, I can tell she has nervous energy and I'm like, what the heck is maybe she's just nervous because she ran into me Yeah, and I've got these big beard and big ugly ears. <laughs> right. Are you wearing your hat? Uh, no, I had a regular <laughs> hat on so she could see my ears. Um, and so she's like, um, how was your run? How's everything up there? Was there a lot of people up there? And I'm like, no, there was just a couple of people. She goes, did you see the bear? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's a sign at the bottom of Armstrong that says a bear sighting the day before, right where I had just run. And I'm thinking, I, my head was down. I was thinking, I was processing, I was having an adventurous run. I wasn't thinking anything about bears. That bear, bear could have ran. Yeah, I heard there was a cougar, a cougar sighting. Cougar sighting? Maybe that was the cougar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know what to do. You know. I didn't know what to do with a bear. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't know what to do if I seen a bear. Do you run? Do you stand? I it's a if it's a grizzly bear, are you supposed to do certain things if it's a black bear? You just gotta outrun that lady. That's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. No. And and I was like, I need to be a little bit more aware <laughs> yeah, of my right. surroundings. Um, and then I went running again uh, a couple of days ago. And as I'm at the same place, I I, I like running at the that Armstrong because mm -hmm. it's uphill mm -hmm. only. And mountain bikers can only go uphill up it, so you're not going to get crashed into, which I'm terrified of. But I'm running the same spot, and I hear this, like, chirping, and, like, chirping, and, like, almost sounds like gurgling. But it sounds like it's this weird, like, squeal. And I, I was like, man, I've heard that before. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I know what it is. It's got to be elk. It mm -hmm. has to be elk. And it sounds like it's a baby, and the mom is trying to tell the baby where it's at and so there's they're going back and forth and i'm standing there and i'm i'm thinking i'm the only person here listening to this wow how insane this is so cool it is so cool and so i'm like walking like quietly to try to see if i can see and then all of a sudden like oh i can see the elk it's like right there and then i'm like oh there's another one wow and then there's like three more and then something happened and then all of a sudden the whole mountain is moving with elk oh and wow. i was like Whoa, this is crazy. And I'm looking around to see if anybody else is there. It's just me. That's cool. And then I'm like, that is one of the coolest things that I've, that I've ever experienced. That is way cool. And I was like, this is, th that couldn't, great. 
And so I'm coming down and I see this little white envelope on the ground. And I'm like, what, what is that? Reach down, pick it up, look inside. And there's an ID and a credit card in there. And I'm like, somebody isn't, this is important yeah. to somebody. And it's got a, a contact number. Get down to the parking lot, call the lady. And she is like, so happy, so stoked, so excited that I found that. Cause she didn't know how she was going to cancel her driver's license, get a yeah. driver's license. Met her at the bottom of, uh, the trip, the, the town car, the town, oh, yeah, yeah. The town yeah. lift yeah. and gave her back her stuff. And she was like on cloud 10 cloud cloud. Yeah. Cloud, cloud 10. 10 and, and cloud nine. She cloud wanted to give me money. Oh, and I was like, no, but you can follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram. and podcast. We have a podcast. Yeah. We do, I'm going to talk about this. I was oh, like, cool. I'm going to talk about this. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what is the podcast? And I'm like, and I don't really think you're listening to me. It's cool. Like, yeah, I, yeah. We help men, and we yeah. we we talk about men topics for men. And she was like, "Oh, that's really cool." And you're a veteran, and then we started talking about veteran stuff. Yeah, and, cool. But it was cool. It was Still. it was it was awesome. Still, pay it forward. It was cool. Yeah, and I I gave her her stuff back, and I wouldn't take her money. She was, oh. she wanted to give it to me, and I was that's like, cool. No, I'm not give taking. Yeah, no, lady. no. <laughs> Two cool experiences for me, and I um, in that book it talks about having an adventure as a man and the, the things that you need as a man and. Um, it, it's an amazing book. It's, it's really been, it's really been eye opening for me. Um, and taking the next step of, of my life and love it and enjoying some of the journeys that I'm on. Um, we also got an adventure wagon. We got a VW. Oh, w yes, dude. It is so cool. Yeah. It's such a cool topic that, I mean, topic starter, conversation starter. Like yeah. it is, it is so cool. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. I can't wait to go some music festivals. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Put the Lost Boy Scouts podcast uh, stickers Just on the side, on. and hopefully oh, people will start following us. So cool. Yeah, it's so good, man. I, it, it, w this week has been crazy for me, yeah. but 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 all overall great, um, overall fun, and and I've been able to like have some good experiences. Yeah, and you know I appreciate you coming over. It's late. It's yeah, it's normally we, I think we've published a pod podcast at this point. So we're going to maybe a fairly close to live episode here because I just want to get it out. But again, sure. it, it's um, sometimes it's consistency over um, over perfection. Always stay consistent. Stay, stay consistent. consistent. Agreed. Little steps, little sips, little sips. Save your grips. Save your grips. And um, make sure that you're asking questions. Make sure you're reaching out. Make sure you're asking it's not always about asking the right question. It's just asking like bunches of questions or even just phrasing a, an instance or a situation that you need that we can work into a question. And then we can just, we can, we can keep going. We're, we're Absolutely. really want to work on our brand. We really want to work on branding ourselves. Yeah. Um, I've got a meeting Friday with um, a branding company that might help us cool. uh, get some gear out, get some stuff out. And I think, for us is um, helping men, helping men through hard times is so fulfilling sometimes. And so, and so heart warming for us to get those 100%. guys through those. hundred percent. We, I, you know, I trip over my words and we're going to, we're going to wrap the episode here, uh, you know, so we can get it published. But, uh, you know, men need other men. 100% the reason we, we do this. And I think, um, you know, we need to find our tribe and, you know, hopefully, uh, if you don't connect with us, maybe you connect with somebody in our community. Maybe it's the jujitsu community. Maybe it's the running community. Uh, maybe it's a community that you start. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're we're just here to to inspire inspire whatever's next. Where can they find you? 
Lost Boy Scouts, Instagram, Facebook, website, um, all that good places. Sure. Compassionate underscore gentleman. That's where you find me. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. And then, uh, you know, Tyler and I, we train at Park City Jiu-Jitsu. Um, shout out to our guys down there. Our, our, our academy is super healthy right now. Yeah, so yeah. let's uh, come out and hang out with us. Um, come talk to us. Come show us your techniques. Show us your cross chokes. Show us yep. some of the stuff that you do. Show yeah. us your passing. Um, we're interested. We, uh, we're, we're grateful for you guys. Yeah. And uh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks. I'm happy you're home. Happy August. Great to be home. <laughs> Bye. Bye.